Are you tired of feeling overloaded and overstretched and not reaching your goals as fast as you wish you could? Then you're going to love today's episode, the top three disciplines for total control of your day. Can't wait to dive in with you on productivity on purpose. Listen, lady, you're capable, smart, and driven. Then why do you feel so overwhelmed? Hi, I'm Ruthie Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, best-selling author, and former perfectionist. Okay, current, but working on it. I'm here to show rockstar professionals who are doing it all that you can have an amazing career, relationships, and life by taking control of your focus, habits, and goals. Join me for simple and motivating ways to squash overwhelm and reconnect with what matters most. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Hello, sweet friends. Welcome back to another episode of Productivity on Purpose. I hope you are having a lovely week. I'm Ruthie Parikh. If we haven't met yet, I help ambitious working women go from overwhelmed and overloaded to confident and in control so that nothing falls through the cracks at home or at work. Thank you so much for your listening ear. I have so much gratitude for you and for you spending your time with moi. So listen, my friend, if time management, organization, or productivity doesn't come naturally to you, do not fret. Do not fret because I speak from experience when I say, I promise you it can be learned. Now, very naturally, I'd say actually I am organized. Like that is something typically, like since I was a kid, I was somewhat organized, but I will say as I grew into an adult, I realized I was less organized than I thought because I was really organized with things at home, like in my closet. And I like to put my clothes a certain way and in my drawers and my papers and my books. But really, when it came to real life, once I had a family and had to take care of other people, there was a lot of disorganization in terms of finances, the the billing, like taxes, things for school, work, you know, just like that kind of stuff definitely was not my wheelhouse. Luckily, I married someone where that 100% is. I married a spreadsheet guru. So he really helped teach me and show me and just demonstrate to me how much more organized everything can be in addition to things like the way he tr- he planned out travel. I'm talking about my husband here and all the technology and all of that side. So we're actually a pretty good match in our house because I love doing all that kind of house stuff. He loves doing a lot of the tech and finance stuff. But because of that influence, I've really learned to take on a lot more of that and be super organized about it all. And so I'm telling you all this because I promise you, even if it doesn't come to you naturally or some pieces of this come to you naturally and other pieces don't, like anything else, you can learn it. In fact, the reason I even got into teaching about productivity or time management was not because I was so good at it. It was because I kind of sucked at it. Yeah. So if you don't know my my history or my experience, I started Life is Organized, which is my company, as a professional home organizer. Again, the home side. And I realized over time that I kind of sucked on really getting a handle on my goals and my priorities and managing my time. Because if you've ever heard my story, you know that I was in this place of I was working really hard, but I wasn't hitting my goals. And I really wasn't doing all the things I knew I should be doing because I wasn't on top of all that prioritization and systemization and delegation. And so there's this, there's a saying that 
you teach what you're meant to learn. And I truly believe that. I believe that I teach this today because I had to learn it in order to improve my life. And then I fell in love with it. And so I transitioned that way. But I also know it's an everlasting, ongoing uh, learning experience, right? We're always evolving and it's never going to end. I'm always in learning mode. I'm always trying to get better. I always am trying to adopt and put better practices and routines and systems in place. I'm never done. So just like I'm never done or just like I had to learn, I know you can learn it too. Again, with the help of my husband, but lots of training with books, with mentors, with coaches, with podcasts like this. I'm now kind of a master in my own right, but I still know I always have a long way to go. So through all of that, through all of that learning and and teaching and just kind of getting out there in the world and trying a lot of testing and tweaking, I discovered that there are three really top three disciplines to get complete control of your day. Like three steps, if you will, to feel totally, utterly awesome at the end of each day. And if I nail these, or if you nail these, you're pretty much going to rock your day. You're going to rock your week, which in essence also means you're going to rock your goals, right? You're going to feel better, whether it's personally, professionally, you're going to get closer to your goals. You're going to feel more rewarded, more accomplished, and just achieve with a higher level of joy and happiness, which is, isn't that what we're all working so hard for at the end of the day anyway? So that's what I want to go through today. And this is a culmination of after working with hundreds of women, but I've brought it down to these three disciplines. We get control of these three disciplines and girlfriend, just watch your productivity, your results just skyrocket. All right. So the formula for meaningful productivity is drum roll, please. Intention plus attention, plus retention. Yes, I love the, is that alliteration? I'm not sure, because I don't start with the same letter, but the the shun there, the intention, attention, and retention. I do think it makes it easier to remember. I have recently been working on this framework and have been sharing it when my trainings and presentations have gotten amazing feedback. I feel like it really simplifies these disciplines and the practices, you know, I love my threes, think it's easy to, easy to remember. And so I can't wait to go through this with you today. Also know I'm going to be linking or recommending a bunch of other podcast episodes that are related to this, to this that are really relevant to each of these three uh, practices. Um, so you can find those links at the end. I'll mention them, but they're just like a deeper dive on each one of these. All right, so let's start off with our very first one, intention. Intention is that first building block to getting anything done, right? Anything at all, from like brushing your teeth to nailing a campaign, okay? We've got to be intentional about what you want to do, whether that's paying the bills, launching a social media you know, blitz, or having a cup of coffee in silence, right, friends? We know what happens if you don't have intention, right? Too often we wake up without a plan. We're just reacting, 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 responding to whatever deep beep request or demand is thrown our way at that very moment. Can you, do you hear me? I think you do, right? So without a plan, without that intention, we so often find ourselves just treading water all day, barely coming up for air. Am I right? 
So prioritizing seems easy, but in reality, this practice, it needs guidance. And that guidance comes from the intentionality. So the good news is it can be learned, right? With the right kind of teachings and the right understandings and embracing the right mindset, it can be learned. Okay, so I'll give you some really simple examples I've covered before. Again, I'll I'll link to some of the episodes that go deeper on this but ways to start off your day with intentions. This is one of those disciplines that if we if we start with this foundational piece, everything is gonna go better in your day and in your results. So number one, I, you know, I talk about this all the dang time, is to get a plan down for your day. Like actually, my lady friend, please write it down. Look at your schedule, look at your to-do list. Like think, okay, what am I doing from seven to eight in the morning? What am I doing from eight to nine? What am I doing from 10 to 11? When am I eating lunch? When am I driving? When do I have to pick up the kids? Um, what exactly am I working on and what specific project at what time? How long will it take? Yes, I know it feels a little bit like overwhelming or cumbersome until you start going through it. And then you're like, all right, I'm just actually just sitting here with like a little a piece of paper. It could be a sticky note. It could be your online calendar. It could be a paper planner. It don't matter. You're going through that process to plan out your day and actually have a, you know, a plan for every day. So that is that right there, you're putting intentions to yourself, right? You are actually saying here, this is what I'm committed to. This is what I'm dedicated to. You're also vibrationally putting it out in the universe, right? So it's like the, the out there, it's like, okay, this is the energy that I'm sending out. This is what I want to accomplish today. You're putting a stake in the ground. Instead of staying in total paralysis and confusion, you're like, okay, regardless of whether I follow this plan or not, like regardless of whether everything goes my way, I have my intentions down. And that's the first place to start because without it, I will just sit in complete reactive mode and be completely unfocused, scattered and overwhelmed. Okay. So one of the easy ways to do this or a simple way is to plan that day, plan your day. At the very least, the second thing I'd say is at least, at least, at least, Focus on your top three. If you're like, I cannot do this every hour of the day thing, she's cry cry, fine, good. That's fine because you're gonna have your top three. Here's just the the top three goals or items or tasks on my list that are going to make me feel really successful today, tonight. When I look back at my day, this will make me feel super rewarded. So these are the three that I will make an intention about, put them on my calendar, and now I've put that that out into the universe, but also just kind of made that stand and that declaration to myself that these are the three most important tasks of my day. And lastly, another thing you can can do is just use the law of intention. I will link to, um, I think I, I did do another, another episode, an episode in here. I'll let you know about that. But that law of intention is literally like saying to yourself, I am about to work on this, or my next goal is this. And you're actually saying the words. So you're helping your brain and you're helping your actions and you're helping your thoughts and beliefs all focus on that particular intention. Any of these ways that you create an intention is fine. And you might have to do all three in order to really stay focused on it and and really embed it. But that's okay, because again, this is the first building block to getting anything done. Otherwise, we're just like at the whim of everything and everyone else. Okay, so one 
podcast episode that I will link to is called The Easiest Hack to Focus. And that is episode five. And that's all about using the law of intention. So when you're done with this, you might want to go on over to there. And if you're like, this is something I really want to focus on, I think that would be a great one for you to dive into. All right. So next up, the second discipline, attention. So that first step was intention, but now you have to have the attention on it so you bring it to fruition. Now, luckily, you can adopt some tiny nuances to take you from, I'm totally scattered, or I feel like I have ADHD, or all those things we tell ourselves, to this is how things are going to go. Although it might not feel like it, distractions are far more in your control than you think. I know they always feel like everything's out of my control. And, you know, unless I just go and live in a hole with no communication with the outside world, that's the only way I will not get distracted. Not true. We've got to start taking responsibilities for our own actions and for the distractions that we allow. Yes, we give permission to them to come into our lives and take us away from what really matters most, whether it's a task or it's a person or a relationship. Okay. But Because actually, this is good news, since it is in your control, guess what? This can be learned too. Attention can be learned. Okay, I get that it's hard because there are so many distractions that are vying for your attention all the time. And by the way, by distractions, I mean anything that's getting you off focus. So sometimes I think distractions have a really negative connotation, like, oh, it's only the Instagram alerts or the the LinkedIn notifications or when I start like browsing online or going on Amazon. Yes, those are distractions, but distractions could also be very, very valuable people and things in your life like your kids or your colleagues or urgent requests, right? Every It's basically anything that takes you away from what you would like to be focusing on at that given time. So I, again, will link to several episodes I've done and talked about on Focus, but here are some of the ways that I think about it. There's all different types of areas, I guess, that we can take control of our focus. So one is environmental, and this is your actual like physical space. I mean, what's on your desk? What's the area that you're sitting in? Are you in an office that's conducive to you focusing? Or are you sitting at your kitchen table, which is fine. But if you're sitting at the kitchen table, are there dishes all around you? Are there no barriers up? Or are you, you know, is your sight getting distracted because there's things all around you? So we want to first of all, think about our environmental space. How can we make this more adaptable for you to focus? So literally things that's like clearing your space, putting stuff away, um, getting things out of your vision, you know, just picking it up and put it behind you in a different room or moving your body into a different room that's more comfortable that you're not going to lose focus. So that's something that's 100% in your control. You can move your body around. You can move your desk around. You can get creative. You can go work at a co-working space. You can work. You can go sit in a conference room. You know, there's things you can do to help you physically. Okay. So then a second type, is your mental space, your mental capacity, and really your thoughts, right? So that gets us gets us off focus all the time. You're like, okay, you know what? I'm in this good physical space, but every time I sit to try to do something, I think of 10 other things I got to do. So we need to have a process for dealing with this. Like, do you have a to-do list that's open, that's easily accessible, that's always there for you so you can constantly capture those thoughts in an organized way so you drop the fear of losing those thoughts, but you also don't get distracted by them, right? I often feel that 
we start moving on actions that we're thinking about because we're so worried we're going to forget about doing them later. So, you know, you're like you're, you're writing an email and all of a sudden you're thinking, oh my gosh, I got to go, you know, uh, check on that, that payment or make sure things right at the bank. And you jump on over and doing that, even though it isn't urgent right at that moment, it's not like the whole world is going to fall apart if you check it right then, but you're so worried about forgetting it later. So we've got to put some kind of parameters around this. And typically it means just a good system to capture everything so that you have the peace of mind that I'm going to get to this, but not right this minute, but I am going to get to it because I'm not going to forget it because I'm going to get it down somewhere. Another way that we get distracted is technology. And I I would say this is separate than your environmental physical space because yes, it's I know it's outside of you, but it's really specific to technology, like all the alerts and the beeps and the notifications. And typically it's your dang phone, right? The phone that's attached to us 24 seven. And this can keep us in constant distraction mode and constant reactive mode. And it's what's incredible about it is that you're in control of it. Once again, we have the ability to turn things off, to use do not disturb, to um, say, I'm just going to put it in another room for 30 minutes, to use timers, uh, to use do not, uh, to put it on airplane mode. Like there's so many ways that we can take control of it. Maybe we just say, you know what, I'm going to take the entire app off for the day or for the week, or I'm just going to turn off all the notifications or we can do that. It's in our control. But if you don't, if you just think, well, I'm going to use my willpower, I'm just going to let all these things go off around me and not look at it and not think about it and not uh, respond to it and not pick it up, it's just not going to happen. You know it. You know it's true. I know it's true. And also, why would we put so much pressure on our willpower anyway? So get them off. And then finally, there's people distractions. Like people in your home, people at work, people are getting in touch with you, people are knocking on the door, people are calling you, people are like, mommy, mommy, what's for dinner, right? So this is really, again, a lot of this is in your control. I understand that them reaching out to you or bothering you or distracting you is not in your control, but your response always is. So what boundaries do you have in place in the first place for them to not be able to distract you or disturb you at any given time? Again, have you turned off notifications? Do you have an autoresponder? Have you let your family know you're unavailable for the next 30 minutes? Do you put a sign on the door? Like, what can you do to, to really keep your boundaries in place? And then something else to think about is what boundaries do you use when they overstep the boundaries you put, right? Just because you say don't disturb me or you put that sign up doesn't mean they're still not going to come walking in. And then what do you do at that time? How do you communicate like, hey, I'm really working on something. Is this urgent? Uh, can we talk about this later? Can we, you know, can you just send me an email? Can we talk in 20 minutes, right? And we start creating boundaries that way. Again, totally in your control, totally learnable, and um, definitely something that with practice can be the difference between you staying completely focused on your work and just, you know, running away with some distraction for the rest of the day. So a few resources for you, some links to podcasts. Again, I think that easiest hack to focus episode five will be helpful, but there's another one called three steps to complete control. And that's episode 13. And that first step is all about avoiding distractions in a really specific ways. Um, And another one is episode 47. It's the number one way to stay focused. So I'll link to those as well. And finally, let's get to the third discipline for total control of your day. And that's retention, retention. So where do you house all the information that you've made your intention for and you've put your attention on? 
Where do you put all that information? Like, what's the system to remember the 18 actions to track prospects and clients? And how do you consolidate your 362 next steps for whatever process, right? Um, There's so much information that's thrown at you nonstop from the moment you wake up to go to bed at night, whether it's like texts coming in or articles you're reading or marketing ideas you have or something to do for school or with the kids or the phone calls or emails, right? It's constantly, constantly thrown your way. So where do you keep this information? How do you retain it all? What is your system outside of just keeping it stored in your brain, of course, because we all know that's not going to work too well. Something will always get dropped, will fall through the cracks. And sometimes they're very big consequences, sometimes not as consequential, but it happens and it's frustrating and it can be avoided. So there is a method to the chaos and it's likely with way less complicated than you're making it, but you've got to create that simple system or that process. And guess what? It can be learned too. All right. So examples would be just like I was talking about when we just covered attention is that list, that to-do list, super important. Where is it? How does it work? How is it organized? So that's how you're really going to capture all those thoughts that are just bombarding you while you're trying to focus on something else. But then secondly, there's also the systems and processes you create. So you don't forget things in the future or you don't spin your wheels duplicating work or duplicating steps, doing that same thing over and over and over again in the future. So you have those systems or you have the checklists in place so you don't forget any steps or you're not wasting brain cells and trying to remember what are the steps that I possibly forgot (laughs) or they're really used as really simple and easy ways to train other people in your family, on your team, at work, your colleagues, whatever it may be, or to bring them on board with you and really have everybody creating consistent quality and consistent experiences. So all of this is retention. It's like all of that knowledge, all of that information that you have, it's creating processes around them or infrastructure or just basic structure so that you don't have to keep digging back and trying to find information again and retaining it and forgetting it and remembering it. It's just there for you in a very accessible, convenient, easy way for you to retrieve at any time that you need it. Okay, so a couple of podcasts you might want to check out that's really related, and I dig so much deeper into systems, is How to Create Systems That Stick, which is episode 15, and then How Systems Really Work, which is episode 74. I think from both of them, you're going to walk away with really like specific, tangible ideas and processes on how to create these systems so that you can build up this discipline of retention and stop wasting your time and energy. Hey, I need to interrupt for just a minute to tell you about a very cool opportunity. If you like what you've been hearing, or maybe you've been on my mailing list or familiar with my blog, maybe you've heard me speak, maybe you've read my book, or maybe you've taken one of my classes, however you know me, you like my style, I've provided a lot of value and insight, then I would love to invite you for a free coaching session with me. If you're feeling overwhelmed or exhausted or scattered, let's have a live complimentary session together. Here's how it works. You'll fill out a form to answer a few questions about your challenges. If you're selected, we'll have a live on-air coaching call where I'll guide you, I'll offer you recommendations, strategies to solve your burning issues. I know whatever issues you're having, you're not alone. 
there are other amazing driven women out there with the same challenges. And I can't think of a better way for them or for you to get real life answers than in a real life situation. So if that's something you'd like to be a part of, please come over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash coach me. Coach me, that's one word. All right, so back to the three disciplines for complete control of your day. Quick recap, once you nail intention plus attention plus retention, you will essentially be a productivity master. Oh yes, my friend. So is it easy? Not always. Is it simple? Yes. But we know simple is not always easy to do, which is why these disciplines take practice. Your key to greater success and growth and visibility is to learn, embrace, and embody these disciplines to prioritize and focus and communicate and retain information in a way that's going to really impact your leadership and your perception. It is so much more than having a color-coded calendar or organized files or perfectly crafted goals. This is the stuff that changes your career and your relationships and your life. These are the disciplines that make you feel successful and rewarded and joyful, which by the way, which is why you work so hard for so dang long, not to feel exhausted and scattered and behind all the time, but to show up as the competent leader and mentor and role model that you were born to be. Which leads me to your inspired action for the week because you know what? I always love to leave you with a challenge. So today's action is to take one minute right now. So not in the next 24 hours, one minute. Just when we're done hearing this, just do this right now. Just close your eyes or wherever you're sitting or thinking or hearing this and decide just which one of the three disciplines you need to focus on most, most, okay? So is it the attention Is it the, sorry, is it the intention? Is it the attention or is it the retention? Focus on one of them. You're like, which is the one that if I really focus on right now would have the greatest impact on my life? Even if it's all three, because I know I can work on all three all the time, but which is the one that really resonated with you most? Okay, pick that one. Okay, pick that one. Ask yourself which practice will help you be most in control and then take one next action related to it. Okay, that's it. That's the whole challenge for this week. Pick the one and then say, okay, well, what's one thing I can do to improve my intentionality today? Or what's one thing I can do to improve my attention today and my focus? Or one thing, one change that I can make or one action I can take or one thing I can systemize to help me with my retention today and this week. Okay, if you're tired of feeling overloaded and overstretched and not reaching your goals as fast as you can, please, please, for a the love of all things simple, please do this for yourself. And friendly reminder, if you have a friend or colleague that you think could benefit from this challenge too or would enjoy this podcast, I'd be super appreciative if you shared this with them and also if you subscribed and even left me a review because that's what really helps me get seen and reach other amazing women all around the globe. Lastly, if you want a free kick-ass resource called 21 Killer Hacks to Stop Feeling Overwhelmed, come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash hacks, H-A-C-K-S. As always, you are the best for showing up here. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for your time and loving vibes and positive energy and know that I am sending them right back your way. Here's to getting more of the right things done and I will catch you next time. Bye-bye.